But today we're talking about navigating the challenges of starting a business while working full time and taking care of family. Welcome to In the Know with Nurse Flow, a podcast about all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Nurse Flow, the nursepreneur with over 10 years' experience as a nurse, passionate about transforming healthcare through innovative solutions and patient centered care. I'm also a med spa and residential facility owner. I'll be sharing tips on how to be successful as a home health nurse, as well as talking about health and wellness. I'll also bring on guests to discuss different aspects of healthcare and business. So after every episode, you'll be in the know with Nurse Flo. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Hey, hey, Nurse Flo, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I am good. Thank you for um, coming on here with me today and allowing me to talk to you and um, share your experience, help my listeners. So I can't wait to get um, talking with you. Well, me either. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Thank you. So before we get started, can you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and um, where you're at right now? Hey, listeners. Hey, everybody out there. How you all doing? So my name is Janelle Palmer. I am currently located in Bowie, Maryland. I am a mom of two handsome young men, Caden and Klein. They are nine and four, the love of my lives. Um, So I have been a nurse for the last 12 years. I'm actually a nurse practitioner. In Maryland, I own my spa. We just opened up Self-Indulgent Luxury Med Spa. I work here with my sister. Oh, good. Thank you. And congratulations of your um, the opening of your med spa. Thank you. Thank you. How does it feel? <laughs> How does it feel? It's, it's, it's an amazing feeling. It's like, honestly... When I did it, I never really took the time to like sit in it and and like really just process the fact that wow, I really had this in my head and now mm-hmm. it's it's real. I really have a place, I have a location. So I never really took the time to do it, but it was a um I had a friend come visit me one time and she just kept saying you did it. You said you were going to do it and you did it. And that's when it really like sunk in like, wow, mm-hmm. this is a big deal. I did it. So it, it's just an amazing feeling. It's it's truly a blessing. Yeah. It's like you, I feel like you're just going through the motion, you know, doing what you got to do. And then just all of a sudden you're like, wow, I really did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you understand it because there's so many it's so many moving parts that you mm-hmm. don't really have time to sit to process because you're just constantly trying to make it happen. You're constantly trying to get this done, you, you know, so it's like it's no in between to really be like, oh, let me soak this all in. Yeah. Like, wow. I did this. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's important that, you know, once in a while or regularly, we do need to realize that and, uh, and own just, it. yeah, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so before we get too deep into it, today we're talking about navigating the challenges of starting a business while 
working full time and taking care of family. Like you mentioned, you do have two young kids. You have your other family members that, you know, you you interact with <laughs> and <Yeah>. sometimes, <laughs> you know, take care of. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. How has it been for you with juggling? Are you working full time right now? Yeah, I'm working what full time and a half. What does that Whatever mean? That means. That means I have a full-time job, I have a PRN job, and I have a spa. Okay. Yeah, that means, okay. yeah, we out here making it happen. Okay. I know you just opened up the spa. So where do you see yourself in, let's say, in two years? In two years, I see myself um, as, you know, full-time in my business, full-time running my spa. Full time. Um, and I didn't say I also have a staffing agency that I'm working on. So I see oh, wow. myself full time operating what's mine, you know, working for myself. Not not so much working as a nurse anymore full time, at least not in the capacity of, you know, doing it for somebody else, just here and there mm-hmm. when I need to. But the goal in the next two years is to be in my own location full time. Okay. Good. Good, yeah. good, good. Now, what motivated you to start a business? What motive? What motivated me to start a business? Well, the most, um, the biggest thing that motivated me is are my children. You know, mm-hmm. even when I, um, when I went back to school to be a nurse practitioner, I did it so early after having a baby. But what it really was about is just that that work life balance. I just wanted to be around. For, for the years that were most important. I didn't want to say that when my kids needed me, I was at work, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and not saying that with a business it's any easier, but I feel like it allows me a little bit more flexibility to show up more for them, you know? Okay. So that was really important to me. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing. And then the other thing is just being able to leave behind a legacy. True. You know? True. And that's, that's really important. I recently lost my dad and, um, you know, when some, he, he left, you know, he planned and he left some, you know, finances behind for us and things like that. But what I realized is um, money, it goes quick. Mm-hmm. When you have money, it's so many things that you have to pay for, take care of this, that. So it, it goes so quick. So even when you feel like, oh, I'm, I have the security of leaving my family insurance and that money, it, it runs quick because life is still happening. Right. But what I've realized is when you leave a business, you leave behind a legacy. You leave something for your kids to be able to continue to expand on. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not just something like, oh, it's, it's so tangible that I'm going to spend it and it's gone. No, this is continuing to grow as long as you lay the foundation with them. Right, right. Now you um, mentioned about work-life balance. <laughs> <laughs> We've had this conversation before on uh, on this podcast. I believe when I had um, Kunle on. Now I've I've heard um, different sides of the of the work-life balance. Some don't believe in it. Do you think it's a thing, or is it? Is it a myth? <laughs> is it possible? So, so I guess it's it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, 
we have to be just intentional. I don't think there's ever a perfect situation where we can completely have it all figured out where it's like, oh, I have my time equally divided amongst everything. No, right. that's not real. I think what it is is just knowing when enough is enough. It's being able to understand when you're giving too much to something and it might be mm-hmm. time to pull back and give to something else. So I think it's, it's no real way to create a balance, but it's just important to to be intentional about trying to keep up with the things that are most important. Right, right. I believe there was a, at one point there was a clip going around of um, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. When she was talking about how you don't have it a hundred percent. You don't have all your, all your buckets. It's not a hundred percent all the time. Right. Something's always going to take priority over something else. Yeah. So like for her at one point, you know, it could be maybe uh, a script she's writing. At one point it could be her child or husband or work. So we're never going to be a hundred percent at everything that we're doing. Something's always going to take priority. Yeah. 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 And then one thing um, I think we were talking I was talking to you when I said, you know, this journey that we're on, this business ownership, entrepreneur journey that we're on, it's it's a family commitment. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the entire family is sacrificing because we know what we're working towards. Yeah. So it's not just you, the person, it's also your support system. They have to sacrifice to Mike, our kids have to sacrifice too but we know what we're working towards we know what the goal is we know what the end result is gonna be yeah yeah and and it's so that's so true and um sometimes you know unfortunately the people who are in our circle are forced to unintentionally make those sacrifices and Mm. um and I think the harder part about that too is that sometimes they don't see the vision like you see it. Nobody's going to see it like you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that can also kind of create some, you know, a little disconnect sometimes because it's like you're going hard, you're pushing, you're getting it, you know, and sometimes it's not coming in right away. So people aren't seeing that. So it's like, okay, look, you're spending all your time there when you can go work this job and get this money and, you know, but it's like, you all you see is you trading time for money that that never ends it's a cycle it's no mm-hmm. stability it's not real yeah but i believe you have to be able to to share that vision in a way and manner that they can see it that's true that's so true. now they may still not do well, they're not going to get it 100% <laughs> They don't get it. They don't. Once you share, but <laughs> at least they know what the goal is, and they know the steps you have to take and the hard work that it's gonna take for you to get there. And I think that makes them a little bit more appreciative of exactly. the effort, the time, and everything that you're doing. I agree. So, no, yeah. I agree. You're definitely, you're definitely right. Everybody got to be on board. Everybody got to be on the same page. So we know we might not all agree, but we have an mm-hmm. understanding as to what the long-term goal is going to be. 
Right, right. That's important. And I think, you know, we have to be, we have to be realistic too. Yeah. Because like you said, you know, where some people are making unintentional sacrifices or sacrifices that they didn't, like, they didn't ask for. Right. So we have to keep keep that in mind and be be realistic. Um, For you, how do you prioritize your responsibilities between your job, your family, and your business? And can you provide an example of maybe a time when you had to make a tough, tough choice between all those um, choices? So, um, you know, I think in, um, in, in life, it's, it's about, it's, it's in different stages and different phases, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, um, right now, the, the, the focus is building, you know, mm-hmm. so I feel like a lot more of my time is going to the business, you know. Okay. So um, what that does is that I, I give my kids time, but it might not feel like it's enough time. Now, when it mm-hmm. comes to work and things like that, there's not much, you know, there's not much sacrifices you can make because you have to show up there. Because the thing you understand is the job is financing the business, Mm-hmm. So it's like, I got to show up at work. I got to show up for the business. So sometimes that kind of takes away from that family time and being able to do, you know, bigger, extravagant things. So it's like the smaller things are so much more important at this moment. You know, just doing little things with my kids, you know, just mm-hmm. simple things. So it's like, I have to still figure out ways to to kind of factor them in so they're not feeling left out of it. Yeah, and I saw the video you posted um, about having a picnic. I thought that was really cute. So that's such a great example of, you know, the little things and just taking time out sometimes, you know, it wasn't, I did, like, I don't think it was planned. No. So, but sometimes we just have to, when the situation, you know, arises or is convenient, like it doesn't take us, 15 like what does it take to take 15 minutes or 30 minutes out of your time just to sit down with the kids um have a picnic so and it's the memories that they cherish and that they remember so awesome good job (laughs) thank you thank you but you know the beautiful thing about kids they're very resilient and they're flexible you know Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times it's not really about how much time you spend it's about when you're there, are you just focused in on them? The quality. The quality. There you go. That's exactly what it's about. So it's like, I can sit down with my baby for like just five minutes, but just because he knows, both of them, they know they have my undivided attention. It could feel Mm -hmm. like I just gave them a whole, you know, my whole entire life. So that's, that's the beautiful thing too. Right. So we have to know when to... To, the, to take that time out yeah, <laughs> for exactly. ourselves and for our families. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of taking time out, do you, how do you incorporate, well, I guess that would be self-care um, into your strategy or your time management? How do you take time out to take care of yourself? Yeah. So, you know, um, the biggest thing we promote here is self-care. You're mm-hmm. no good if you're not taking care of yourself first. So, and you know, I know at times, even when me and you talk, you're always telling me, make sure you're taking time out for this. Make it, 
Yeah, I definitely do because I realize that um, when I don't, my body tells me. Right. And my body going to let me know, you need a break. And sometimes a break can just be, let me take 15 minutes real quick and lay my head down here. Let me go for a quick walk. You know, Mm -hmm. let me just sit in silence. You know, it's sometimes it's not even about um, doing anything like, you know, because I don't watch TV anymore. Sometimes a break for me is reading a book or listening Mm -hmm. to a book. You know, so it's just being able to um, incorporate little pieces here and there. It might not be long like I'm used to because I'm in I'm in need of a vacation. I haven't taken a vacation in a little while. But right. the sacrifice is I know that I'm building. So to make up for that, not taking a vacation, there are other little things that I allow myself to do. You know, that I have times when I go out with friends you know, I have times when I engage in different activities. Not a whole lot like I would like to, but I do a mm-hmm. lot of smaller things. Good. That's good. I'm glad. Now, do you have a set schedule with, like, work, business, kids, family? Um, how do you plan and organize your daily and weekly schedule so that you're able to meet all your commitments? Well, so so right now... Um, the beautiful thing is um, I'm actually, I actually do like a work from home during okay. the day. So that has allowed me a lot of um, flexibility because a lot of times, you know, in this world of nursing, it's not that flexible. Working those 12 hour shifts, you know, sometimes it can be a burnout. So what I tend to do is um, Sunday through Thursday, Mm-hmm. I allow myself to be available to my children, you know, after work and the spa and things like that. I have they have my time as far as, oh, we got to do homework. We got to we got to run around and do little things that have to do with them, you know. But then by Thursday and Friday, the weekends are what I dedicate to working the shifts that I need to work for my extra. Okay. Yeah, so taking the work from home has kind of allowed me to be able to say, okay, in the morning, I'm getting up with them. We're having, you know, a little family time, whether we pray in the morning. I'm the one I get to take them to school. I get to, you know, pick them back up. Like things like that is, you know, it's important. Right. So I won't I won't say I 100% have it figured out, you know, but right now that's working. Good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that right now you have a full-time job to finance the business. How, how did you prepare financially for the challenges of entrepreneurship um, while making sure that you're still able to provide for your family? You're still able to, to pay the bills. Huh, that's a difficult one right there. Because I, I feel like a lot of this was um, a faith walk. Okay. You know, a lot of it was like I stepped out and just kind of trusted that, you know, that things will fall in place. I trusted that the vision didn't just come from out of thin air. It was something that was given to me from God. And because I believe that, you know, I felt like he he was going to provide. So even though I planned somewhat, you know, because I'm back at home my mom, my sister, my family, ever since my dad died, 
we just needed to be around each other to give each other that support and that love mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, the fact that I have people at home to help me with the kids, that kind of allows me the time to go and work, you know? So, because a lot of what I'm doing is being funded by me. I did get a, um, a loan that I was, you know, very grateful to have. Mm -hmm. So, but um, other than that, we, we're just, we're making it, just making it work by the grace of God. Yes, I know that's right. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, I, I always just tell people, like, it's really a transition that I'm going through right now. Right. And, um, and some days it's, it's not pretty at all, you know? And then there are other days where it's like, we, we're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. It's like, no matter what's going on, our needs are being met. So I don't have complaints because it's figuring itself out. Yeah. Now, do you have, what's your support system like? Oh, my support system. I have a good support system. I have my mom. I have my sister. I have my children's father. I have my, my little brother, you know, and I have other family and friends that kind of help here and there. So it, it works itself out. It works itself out. I'm, I, you know, sometimes um, things kind of happen and we're like, you know, it seems like it's something bad when my dad passed away, but it actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise. You know, like I was saying, um, you know, sometimes when situations happen, we, we, we tend to see the down in it as opposed to seeing the positive in it. Because the thing that I'm starting to realize is that life, is not happening to us it's happening for us mm -hmm. you know and as difficult as it was to go through you know the passing of my dad and it allowed us to get back to a space of like um like family you know what mm -hmm. i mean it's like now i'm not living in a separate house from my mom you know mm -hmm. she's not over there and then i'm over here it's not like the kids just go visit her when they can we're all in one house Mm -hmm. You know, and honestly, if my dad didn't pass, that wouldn't have happened because, you know, my dad was always one of those men that he took care of business. You right. Know? He don't need nobody to come in. But being that my mom has been with him for so long, it was just the best thing to do for us all to go there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So not realizing that going there, I'm thinking that it's going to be like a beneficial for her mental health it actually turned out being in a blessing in disguise for all of us. The right. kids have somewhere to be all the time. My brother's 15, he's 15. He's able to help. My sister's 22 years old. So it's like when I was living on my own, you know, everybody is busy. Everybody is working, you know, so I had to find babysitters. That was always a struggle. Childcare was always a struggle when you're working those 12 hour shifts. Mm -hmm. because nobody is open at seven o'clock in the morning and closing at eight o'clock at night. So that was always an issue. But um, now that I'm home, that's, that's really not an issue anymore. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Now I know living with your family can, it's not all rainbows all the time. Nah. <laughs> not at all. I remember there are ups and downs and everything. So how have you had to 
communicate with them to make sure that they understand your vision and your goals? So, um, you know, we have to just kind of sit down and, and, and just have a conversation about it, you know, just to kind of let them know, Hey, look, this, this is what it, this is what I'm trying to do. This is where I'm trying to go. And this isn't just for me. This is for the benefit of everybody. And then the beautiful thing about it is that I get to bring my little sister along, mm-hmm. you know, that's real important to me because it's like, not just my thing it's our thing. It's a okay. And um, share with the uh, listeners what she does. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So my sister, um, she goes by Jan, but her name is Jan Sakel. She's an esthetician. So nice. she takes care of your skin. She makes sure that your skin is glowing and flowing. And she mm-hmm. also wax. So yes. Um, so that's that's the beautiful thing about it. I'm the nurse practitioner at the spa and she's the esthetician. So the goal is to be able to slowly, you know, bring my mom on board when she, um, cause she's a, right now she's a CNA who's also LPN. So she wants to pass her boards and things like that. Okay. Then, um, you know, I got a little brother that's coming up and then I got my own boys that are coming up, you know, so. Okay. So you're about to turn this to a family business. That's right. That's right. Okay. Everybody going to learn a skill that's going to be valuable to the business. You know, awesome. so that, yeah, once I'm not here anymore, it's still the wheels need to still be able to turn because they okay. all right. That's- so you could say that your exit strategy for the business is just to pass it down to the next generation. Is that correct? So that's part of it. That's the biggest part of it. But yes, to be able to pass it along you know to to franchise it to, but the the biggest thing is we're a family establishment. Okay. You know, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, with your busy lifestyle and all the buckets you have, how do you stay updated with industry trends and, um, you know, relevant business developments with spa? Um, how do you, how do you get that information? Um, so right now, I'm actually still enrolled in a, um, in an aesthetic school where I'm okay. still able to take classes and courses. And, um, you know, of course, I, I'm online reading up on things. Um, I got to join some more associations so that I'm keeping up to date. I'm just, um, I'm staying within the community and trying to figure it out and learn it. Got to start by getting into going into the conferences. When I first started, I was big on it. Not mm-hmm. as much this year because, like I said, we're going through a transition right now. So financially, the funds are all going in the business. So we're we're working on within the new year, trying to get back into getting back into those conferences, joining associations, talking to other spa owners like yourself and, you know, my other friend Rona. So we're keeping each other up to date on things that are going on. Mm -hmm. What importance would you place networking with um, and building relationships with having the business? Oh, I I have to say a 10 because in the world and society that we live in, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. So it's, it's very important to be able to build community, to network, to meet other people, 
you know, um, and it's not even necessarily saying that it's people that are in the industry because there are other industries that can collaborate with yours. Right. You know, to help you to grow in so many different areas. So um, I think it's very important to network and meet other people. Um, even the way I met you, Nurse Flo, was a, a I know. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And we've been we've been buddies ever since. That's right. That is and, right. Um, funny you should mention that. I think I've talked about it in an episode before. So we went to Cabo um, to, I had registered for, what's her name? V Dan P for her class on IV hydration business. And um, I think it was supposed to be like a virtual class. And then one day I was driving, um, I just got done with work, went on my phone, went on Instagram, and I saw she was doing the conference in Cabo. So I called my husband, like, do you want to go to Cabo? (laughs) He's like, what's in Cabo? And I explained it to him, (laughs) but he didn't want to go. So the funny thing was I was looking for somebody to go with me. So my husband didn't want to go. I tried to get my sisters to go with me, but they couldn't because of like work schedule. And my other sister was finishing up her residency. So she couldn't go either. I tried to get uh, one of my aunts to go with me, but she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't either. Everybody. I think I tried to get another coworker to go and she couldn't either because of school. So I was like, okay, well, I really, 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 really want to go. But I was a little nervous um, to go by myself. I didn't know what to expect or what I was going to meet there, but I am so glad that I did. I had a blast. Yeah, it was nice um, to meet. We talked about your goals for within like two years. You want to be fully in your business. Are there steps you're taking to make this transition right now to make it smoother what steps do you have in place or do you think you would need to have in place to make that transition smoother so the thing about it is um i'm new in this world in this world of business mm-hmm. so um even though I- i'm planning the thing is we plan but sometimes we plan but god has other plans mm-hmm. for me working i'm building up the business i'm i, I have like writing out like, well, when I have this many amount of clients, when I'm seeing this amount of money, when I can pretty much what I make in one year, when I can see that in like maybe a month or something Mm -hmm. like that, or two months or things like that, I'm in a comfortable place to say, look, I think I can go ahead and, um, I can let this thing go. Right. You know, because the beautiful thing about nursing is mm-hmm. I'm still open to see what God is going to do. Because, look, I might be tell- telling y'all two years, but in six months, I might be saying, I'm Amen. so, you know, mm-hmm. anything is possible. And I believe that because if I even mm-hmm. tell y'all my story about how I got my place, then y'all will mm-hmm. say, yeah, <laughs> anything is possible. And like I always say, God is in control. Whatever he's planning is always better than what we can even imagine for ourselves. Thank you. So as we're rounding up, what advice would you give someone thinking about starting a business? Maybe they have a family, maybe they have a full-time job as well. What advice can you give them based on your 
your own experiences? Based on my own experience, I think the most important thing is you got to understand why you're doing what you're doing, right? What's what's the driving force behind why you want to start a business? Because I feel like when you understand that, then you are able to actually do what you say that you're going to do. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, it requires, oh, Lord, what I've learned, a lot of consistency, a lot of discipline, a lot of you being true to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you got to know why you're doing it, you know? And because if you don't know why you're doing it, then you're going to start it and stop it, start it and stop it. You're never going to be consistent about it. So that's the most important thing. Know your why, why you're doing it. You want to, you want to research the industry. You want to, and, and not just even just researching the industry, because it's not just about trends and things like that. What are you really passionate about? I think the thing is, a lot of us, um, we don't go after what we want because all we see is money, right? We're like, well, this isn't going to make me enough money. But I feel like if you're really truly following your passion and your gifts are, are showing for themselves, the money is going to come because you're going to learn to create avenues to get the money mm-hmm. because you're following your the, the design plan for your life, you know, that the the purpose that you're supposed to be serving here. So it's important, you know, I mean, do research, know what you really like, know what you really want. Don't just follow trends. Know that this is something you really want to do. This is something that you can make an impact, you know, serve the people, serve the people. That's important. Thank you. That's good. Yeah. Your why is very important because when the hard time comes, because it will, there'll be (laughs) Times where you want to give up and you're asking yourself, like, what did, what did I get myself into? Why am I doing this? But those times is when you want to remember, this is why I'm doing this. And exactly. that gets, keeps you going. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, it's definitely true because there, there, there were a lot of times in the beginning when I started this process because mm-hmm. it was comfortable, it was stable, it was consistent. But then I realized the more that I did that, I wasn't happy. It, it wasn't working. It wasn't what I, you know what I mean? I didn't feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I still felt like it, it's just more to what, what I'm supposed to be doing in this life. Right. Every, t- every time I went back to the, the paycheck, it was like, eh. Eh, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't fulfilling anymore. Mm-hmm. For me, it got to a point where um, when we were in the process of finalizing, you know, the business to start and I would go to work and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, <laughs> what am I, I here? What am here? I doing here? You know, and then after the business started, there'll be days where I'm like crazy busy, you know, seeing clients after clients, doing admin work and doing all this stuff. But I felt so much joy. Like I felt so fulfilled. It it was nothing. Like I could do that a hundred days and I'll be okay. Yeah. So it's 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 a different feeling when it's your own thing and you're, you know, you're doing it for you, for yourself, for your family or for for whatever your why is. So yeah. it's a totally different feeling. Def- I definitely it, no, get that. It definitely, it truly, truly is. And another thing that I realized is um, when you're doing something and it doesn't feel like work and it doesn't feel like a task and you're mm-hmm. like, yo, if I if money were not an issue, I would do this for free. 
You found mm-hmm. your why. You found your passion. You found your purpose. And that's how I feel about what I'm doing. Every right. time I come in here, I just have this sense of like, oh my God, I am so fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, when you don't dread, you know how Sunday, Sunday nights, when you don't dread Monday coming, you don't dread the Monday mornings, then you're golden. So, and I feel like that's, I'm at a place right now where that's how I am. I don't dread Mondays. Like, it's Sunday? Okay. You know, bring it on. That's right. So, thank God for that. Yeah. And that's because you know that even though you got to go to that job where right now it might not be where you want to be you know that you have something else that you're lining up, that you're creating, mm-hmm. that you're working towards. For chatting with me and for sharing your story to uh, my listeners. So please share where they can find you. If anybody wanted to get in contact with you or come to your spa, where, how can they get in touch with you? Okay, well, thank you, Nurse Flo, for having me. I love to flow with you. I'm having a good time. Hey. So... <laughs> So like I said, my name is Janelle Palmer. You can find me on Instagram at Self-Indulgent Spa. On Facebook, we're at Self-Indulgent Luxury Med Spa. We're located in Hyattsville, Maryland at 4410 74th Avenue, Hyattsville, Maryland, 20784. You can find me on TikTok. On TikTok, I go by Nurse Palmer. So yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) okay thank you thank you again and you take care we'll talk later okay all right nurse Flo. you have an amazing night to all the listeners out there thank you for tuning in thank you Mm -hmm. bye good night once again i'm nurse Flo. thank you for listening and i hope you found some value in this episode of in the know with nurse Flo. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate this podcast. I'll chat with you later. Bye.